Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask what's my thesis. And today, my guest is Dakota Newt. Like that? Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my last name is really weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's uh, especially Dakota and Newt together. It's, a, it's an interesting combination, so... I've always like been uh, aware of it in that. I ask like, people, get people asking if it's real all the time, so like you're not you're not alone. Really? I mean, I, if I could choose a name, maybe I'd have chosen something a little like different. <laughs> no, it's a great name. I it, it, I'm not. It's not a commentary on the quality of the name. It's yeah. I, it's just always. I have a thing with names, pronouncing them, and usually I, I or now my new policy is that I ask before I start going. Oh, and you're then, good. You're perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a success for me. So yeah, man. So we basically know each other kind of by proxy. Actually, the way you describe it is funny because it sounds like uh, it's almost like I've been stalking you, which to a sense I, I have indirectly been. But uh, I've seen a lot of your stuff at openings, right? So uh, because you're part of Museum Adjacent, which uh, is oh, you the search just on. Maybe yeah, like a, and I know, and I know some people from, uh, and no, but I actually know Molly before er, er, pretty much everybody else, and so she's part of that too. That's actually how I know Serge, uh, through her, but I, or pretty much everybody, every other you human. You can sound like a cult. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I I don't know that maybe it's overlapping cults because I know her through Made in LA and all of that, but. Um, but yeah, so I've actually seen a lot of your stuff, so I'm excited to talk to you. And you've got a project called Scream Queens, which I, has always been around that I've also seen. Oh but... yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a baby, kind of young. <laughs> <laughs> how how long have you been doing Scream Queens? Wait, pre-pandemic, so wait, like October 2019. Okay, that's a yeah, pretty we've long been time. A lot of shows, like with like former students mixing with like different artists to, I guess you could say more emerging or established. Mm-hmm. I'm like some of them are my former community college kids. So you are you you're a teacher? Yeah, I usually like I'm an adjunct dean during my day job. This is one okay. of the days where I don't teach them. So like yes, yes, no grading. Oh nice, <laughs> really? I'm so excited that you're so energetic on your day off. Usually, like because you guys drive like a fucking crazy amount in California. Do you? Well, uh, I do mean, you teach? I'm glad I'm not driving right now. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, because that is a fucking crazy lifestyle, man. I uh, When I was thinking about going to community college, I was like, oh, or not uh, to um, community college, to grad school. I was like, oh, man, do I really want to be an adjunct professor? Like, is that my calling? And then I was like, no, nah. because <laughs> like, especially out here, it's so competitive, you know, like it was like getting into the market that you guys are all in, which I'm sh at this point, I'm sure you're established and you have some some stability. But like getting the leg <laughs> up in that shit seems insane to me, man. That's like, you know, it's not worth it. <laughs> I mean, you guys seem happy. Yeah, I know a few like, you know, the collective adjunct community that I know, yeah. but it also seems like it's a lot of work and very tiring, but it's nice that you're like channeling it into this thing where you're, you're showing the work. So that's cool. I always felt like in uh, my BFA, my teachers were very competitive <laughs> with oh, me okay, and they were that. worried. So I, it's nice that you're like, can you talk a little bit more about that? Why, like how, how it is that you think about your students? I mean, I love community college, especially like, I mean, even undergrads compared to grad school, because you're getting more diversity of students, like different ages, different backgrounds. I think the work's also more interesting. Like grad school is very like homogenous. Okay. And very forced in comparison. Like I yeah. like the fact that someone younger coming into it is like, there's more optimism with what they're making, but also like they're usually coming from more background, like they're working jobs or taking care of their family. They're not usually privileged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. I like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on uh, on school, but it's interesting to see. I wouldn't recommend grad school. <laughs> no, no, I'm way beyond that. Like at this point, it's like it's it, post pandemic. I mean, I, I, I it, it just seems so crazy to me. Unless yeah. you got like a free ride, like completely yeah. free and like a lot of funding, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't yeah. know, you know? <laughs> Even that. <But>, okay. 
All right, so more about how, how do you know, uh, aside from TAM Forum, you, you're part of Monta Vista, because I'm going to have, I've, I'm actually very proud of myself for not having all of you in the same week, you know, making... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm actually, like, I'm no longer a member of Monta Vista, like, I was until the pandemic, but I also kind of got busy with my scheduling, like, I was like, okay, I'm teaching too much to focus okay. on this. Like, I couldn't have the energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. So, but you were part of that, the, the, okay, now I don't feel so bad because I'm... Oh, yeah, you're totally fine. No, I'm I'm interviewing uh, Deborah tomorrow. Or oh yeah, no, not we, tomorrow. We ne- not next next episode. So, <laughs> so so uh, so post pandemic, you've just been focusing on teaching. Cool. Yeah, I mean, mostly are making work. I still curate, but more kind of like alternative online when I can. But even okay. then, I'm like, I've kind of burnt myself out with that too. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm taking a break. Taking a break. <laughs> Totally understand that putting out a weekly episode is, is I can't imagine too. doing that week to week, like, <laughs> but editing too. I'm like, I don't edit. So that's the good that's thing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right. So do you want to get into the topic a little bit? Do, do we have an idea of what we want to talk about today specifically? Yeah. So like, I was thinking like, okay, I've, I'm looking through the other topics that were used. I'm like, what's something that's like kind of fun, but could okay. be serious, maybe. <laughs> also maybe kind of nerdy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm like this whole pandemic, I've been watching a lot of movies, specifically Italian murder mysteries called Jalos. So I was thinking about just talking about that. Like, Dario. all right, I can get so, down with that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. very interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking to get into movie recommendations because i'm trying to play fewer video games Ooh, so. <laughs> what video games are you playing actually i'm just trying to quit overwatch i've been playing that for too long and just been mediocre at it for too long i'm like i'm not progressing and i'm spending hours on this game <laughs> are the kids online calling you out <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. of course <laughs> like, and then i'm like <laughs> and then i'm like why am i arguing with little kids <laughs> put the hate in the chat <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no no i'm like you know the last one where i was like i just felt i i feel bad because it's like also this thing where people just kind of bait each other with like calling each other trash and then they're they call you trash so you know, and they're pretending like they're just like casually saying it, but then they want to get into like a long fucking exchange of back and forth. <laughs> and You're like, like, I'm like very down right now. Like these kids are tearing me apart. <laughs> well, no, it, it just becomes this like really weird thing to realize that you're having fucking arguments with children, you know, <laughs> or like, you know, like, or, or whatever, however the fuck old they are. I'm like, I'm a 41 year old man. I should not be like engaging. They in could these... even be older than you. Who knows? <laughs> they could, but that's even sadder (laughs) you don't think i mean uh, it's like some grandpa at home being like i'm gonna get this guy (laughs) lol yeah but yeah so so all right so okay let's get into it then oh yeah let's get into it okay so what do you want to start like why i'm into it or just like start off anything however you want to start like like what comes to mind right now Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I could do a pretext. Like, my own work, I love horror and violence, especially in this pandemic. Like, I grew up watching a lot of Lifetime original movies, which sets the bar low. (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're comfortable with camp is your your, you recently did an episode on camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we covered. I, I don't think that we if specific we did it on Kitsch, but yeah. And thank you for listening to the show, man. <laughs> I know, like it all links back up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. So tell me a little bit more. Like, so what kind of horror are you into? Like Takeshi Miike, that like that Ooh, kind of. Th- okay, I've been cause... a lot of like Japanese and Korean horror lately too. Like, oh, I've been also like oh, speaking of camp. Like, I watched one recently called like The Happiness of the Katakuris, where like a family is not only like people are dying, but they're singing the whole time. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. What is it called? Uh, happiness of the, wait, I have it. Katakoros? Katakuri? Katakuris? Okay, if someone actually can, like, correct this, just drop it in the chat, I guess, when this plays. Whatever this is. Oh, that's amazing. That That's a very good cover. <laughs> I know, I feel like this is like buying a book. It's like, oh, the cover looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, if, like, based, based on the parameters you've laid out so far. So, okay, so then what are the jalos? Like, uh, jalos as in yellows? 
Yeah, so I mean, I guess if anyone knows Italian, like giallo in like Italian just means yellow. Yeah. So like in terms of like a genre, like it referred to like books that were written like Agatha Christie mystery murders, you know, where like someone's dying, they're catching the killer. But then it started to refer to movies that had the same premise where Mm -hmm. they're kind of horror, kind of not, kind of mystery, kind of erotic thriller. Okay. Like, if you're a fan of erotic thrillers from the 90s, like, you get all of that in Jalo plus more 70s sleazy music. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so... My God. Yeah, man. So many questions. So, there are murder mysteries in the Agatha Christie vein? Yeah, so, like, they're all kind of coming from that, but then, like, multiplying and crossbreeding with each other. So it's but like, like when I think of no that, I'm thinking of like old women solving cases. Oh, like, <laughs> oh my God, murder she wrote. <laughs> like, <laughs> am I am I totally off? I should know better because actually I was born. My mom went into labor when when she was watching. I think Murder on the Orient or one of those. Like, oh, oh my, that's yeah. actually good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and well, I'm sorry I interrupted that. I oh, had to fine. be born. Like, you're channeling the vibe. You're feeling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's why I'm so into it. like. Well, she was huge into Murder. She wrote so maybe that's why like Agatha Christie. Is, uh, but that is Agatha Christie, isn't it? Am I mistaken? Isn't well, like, Agatha Christie has a lot of, like, more adults. It's not just, like, grandma solving a murder. It's more of, like, okay. older people, too. I think that's yeah. funny because, like, the American slasher is all teenagers, right? Or college yeah, yeah, kids. Yeah. Like, the Italian horror movies and murder mysteries, they're adults. Like, they're in their 30s and 40s. Okay. Maybe there's some wrinkles, but they're fabulously rich. <laughs> all right, so can you give us some titles and, like, some basic premises and plot lines that we're going to get into? Oh, yeah. So most famous is Dario Argento. So like he okay, really so he's in the, the genre. genre, but he popularized it. Like once his became successful, everyone else started copying like the murders. So like Bird the Crystal Plumage, Cat of Nine Tails, uh, Deep Red, which is great. Like you're having the great soundtracks from other like Morricone, who's more known for like Westerns or Tarantino right now. Okay. Or you have Goblin who did the music for it. Is uh, Fantomas in that in that genre? Wait, would it be? I don't know. I I don't know. Like I I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize. I thought those were like. Uh, so uh, if for the listener, uh, Dakota's wearing. Uh, if you want to get a sense of it, you should look at uh, his Instagram. I also is... have knives to stab myself. <laughs> or also a little beer to pretend to drink. Are though is all of that stuff made out of wood? It feels like it sometimes is, or is it mostly paper? Like the, it's the all piece... paper. Like I'm inspired okay. definitely by lino cut printmaking. So like if you're seeing that there's the style, especially the like yeah. German printmaking, like I love that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And and so those are printed, or is are they hand drawn? No, they're all hand drawn. It's like crayon, colored pencil, and marker. Okay, cool. So it's like a coloring book, but I'm just making up all the rules and images myself. Wow. So I've actually seen a lot of your stuff in person at, at like various like things that overlap because they're like conveniently located in the Bendix building and and neighboring I areas. I, I, I think I've shown actually all of the spots. Are a bit of <laughs> the only other place is Tamform. And then one time there was a thing at like, a, uh, I was going to say dentist office, but it was a frame shop in the middle, like in Alhambra or in that oh, area. Oh, finishing concepts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I, I'm I'm definitely a tam uh, up on my tam forum. Oh no, on my museum adjacent uh, exhibitions. You're writing the whole list down. <laughs> well, that's why you keep seeing me like that. <laughs> I'm like, like I recognize ju- your face. <laughs> yeah, and I recognize your face and your work, but we've just never talked. Like just because it was like, it, I don't know. I it was weird to just be like. Hi, <laughs> I, I still know. haven't gotten used to that. Like, hi, I know you from Instagram, dude. Just tell me where the bar is and I'll start talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's when it happens. But all right. So then let's go back to the movies. Because so what what uh, it, like I'm trying to like I haven't seen enough uh, Dario Argento movies. They, didn't his daughter become like problematic or she got canceled or some shit? Not oh, to yeah. Sidetrack. So Asia Argento, she was part of the Me Too movement, but also recently in the past couple of years, it's come out that she was like in an appropriate relationship, also sending sexual imagery to like one of her younger co-stars that she had starred with. 
Oh, so she was me tooing. She was me tooing while me tooing. Yeah. You know, like, oh my god. <laughs> well, me too is is uh, turned out to be an interesting disappointment. In but now she's still acting directions. and like working in Italy. So yeah. Well, Italians are a little bit more flexible, and they need the talent. If the news cycle doesn't translate, I, I think they're just ignoring <laughs> it. Well, yeah. Let's not get into into news cycles. <laughs> but okay, let's let's actually lean. No, because of all that's happening right now, obviously. Um, not that I don't want to acknowledge the whole thing with Palestine and Israel, but let's not get into it. We were having too much fun. <laughs> so uh, the. Um, all right, so in terms of, like, what what are, okay, so you said the Argento movies are the ones that sort of established kind of the genre that everybody started. So, like, what are the certain themes that he built, uses? Like, what kind of imagery are we dealing with? Like, you know, because I'm obviously, I talk about true crime, if you've maybe even listened to one episode that comes up every time, but, like, like what kind of murder mysteries are we talking about? Cause going back to what I was saying about my grandmother or my mother is like, she loves a lot of those like British sort of Agatha Christie shows too, that are like two women that they go to gardens and they always discover murders. And like, that's bad. That's bad PR for gardeners, you know, like <laughs> they're gardeners slash detectives. And every time they go to like a new place, it's like someone dies at a, you know, at the Arboretum or whatever the fuck that's called. It's always convoluted. <laughs> so like what kind of uh, themes are we dealing with? Oh yeah. I could do a simple breakdown. There typically is a, like a mass killer usually killing with a razor blade, sometimes other weapons. Most of <laughs> is it blade specific? Are, are there guns and ropes and stuff, or is it all like... Sometimes. They sometimes shoot. They sometimes can hang someone, but typically you have a lot of like very intimate, like they're slashing their throats with razor blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is something you don't see in like a slasher. Like you're... Like the slasher, you're seeing like bigger weapons, like you're seeing a machete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more, it's like more uh, Italian and elegant, right? Like, <laughs> or like more sexual too. I think maybe yeah, that's yeah. why, because they're getting closer. <laughs> Intimate. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. So, okay. And then, so then, like, that becomes a genre, because I'm trying to think, like, my, my point of reference is like, to ke- like I brought up Takeshi Mike who I like, uh, I like a lot of his stuff. I still haven't seen Audition because <laughs> oddly enough, that's the I one I have it that... right here on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen some, I, like I got into all of that stuff for a while and it is an insane visceral like sort of experience. Is that, is that the same thing that we're getting when we're getting that? Because like that is just almost hyper real, right? Like, cause the, the makeup is good. Is there camp involved or am yeah. I... I mean, actually, like, you brought up the style of it, too. Like, they're stereotypically all the, like, Jalos are colorful. So okay. you're having, like, crazy contrasts. Like, Mario Baba, who even became Ford Argento and Argento, you have bright, like, reds, like, saturated blues, yellows, greens, purples, like, popping out against the kills. Like, black lighting, and then this like, lights filtered onto it. You get, mm. like, crazy colors that you don't really get in other movies. And what kind and of fashion are we talking like 70s about? 70s funk, strings, like soundtrack, like teasing it out. So it's in the 70s. It's like that's that's the kind of I'm, I'm picturing like people dressed like in uh, the uh, Kubrick movie, the um, the one in the house, the Jack, Jack Nicholson one. What the, what the fuck am I blanking on it? Oh, my God. <laughs> are you blanking <laughs> on it, too? <laughs> drop it in the comment. <laughs> Whoever listens to this, drop it in the comment. Yeah, uh, what's it called? The Shining. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess shiny. that makes sense why it's it's hard to to get to that the from that direction. The Shining is more naturalistic in a way. Yeah, like it has like the saturated reds, but the Shining. I feel like have you ever watched like Pedro Almodovar? He's the one that did uh, Mujeres, al, uh, the women on the border border of a nervous yeah, breakdown. Yeah, it's kind of like. I see like the shining kind of in that where it mixes like a seventies, eighties palette with like reds and greens mm-hmm. versus like Jalos are more like contrasty. Like there's more blue purples mixed in. Okay. And more like uh chiaroscuro. Yeah. Like, and also yeah. more nudity. Oh, that's, I mean, sold. <laughs> You're getting seventies sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then so, so, 
okay so specific so then what how do we branch off like how where where do, where does the genre get picked up like who's the next auteur that sort of takes it and runs with it and it makes it like an interesting you know like i want i i'm actually now i'm curious of like what should i look up because i was literally I, you know i was literally before this one I, I i made a point to to not watch anything about politics because it's all so available and i watched this documentary narrated by rob zombie about um the manson family like the manson family and just sort of debunking because there's a lot of new shit <laughs> but uh, like i'm definitely in that space and I, I i could definitely get into a lot of those movies because i'm a little sick of all the superhero content that's not dc based because <laughs> <laughs> i try to keep it compartmentalized and like if it's not good if it's bad and it's dc i'll watch it but if it's bad and it's outside of dc i'm like oh fuck it <laughs> yeah it's also like dc animated like the cartoons versus exactly what you're like where's the bar set yeah yeah but all right so so who who would be the next person oh i mean fulci okay i think fulci's probably the most famous too like he started off before jollos made a couple jollos but like his most famous movie is zombie which kind okay. of rips off romero but like it's really well known for being violent gory and bloody Okay. And then he does Cosmic Core after that with, like, The Beyond, City of the Living Dead, House by the Cemetery, where, like, people are interacting with, like, he goes to New Orleans, like, he goes away from Italy, makes these, like, supernatural thrillers based off his film, and, like, people's eyes are getting gouged out, they're seeing visions where they can't see, it could be fun <laughs> to look up. So, I'm getting the sense that psychological is not the only part of the thriller that you're into. Like, you you like the fucking gore. You like Oh, I love gore. (laughs) (laughs) I I love gore. (laughs) Well, it's funny, though, because, like, I mean, it's... It's always great to see these things and get have these conversations because I would have never known from your work. I mean, to some degree, maybe, like, there's some... uh, There's a a sub... uh, Like... A sub darkness, but this whole genre isn't necessarily something that I'm picking up, right? Like even in the colors that you have right now, like other than the big like red thing in the background, which kind of fits with. <laughs> oh yeah, I what didn't take that up quite accurately. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. There's some orange in this video. Oh no, it's great. It's great. Oh, that's orange. It looks red <laughs> from like to me. It's more orange in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, these uh these peeps on my shirt are yellow so <laughs> oh i see that <laughs> anyway like, actually blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing if it was just completely I'm uh, like, well that guitar in the background isn't all black now that we've had our uh it's it's actually transparent gray uh it's or yeah it's actually transparent black but it has a very nice maple top on it Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> I, mean, I love it. <laughs> All right, that's enough for, of, for, of our visual segment. Let's get back on track. So, okay, so then actually that's fascinating because like, all right, how do you feel like, I, do you feel like, okay, I'll frame it like this. I feel like when my work, when people look at my work, I don't expect them to know that I have like a true crime fascination, right? Like, cause that's not like necessarily the content. Are you surprised that I didn't necessarily pick up on this on your, other than the fact that your other project is called Scream Queens, which oh. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But like, is, is that like, do you feel like that is something that you intentionally work in or is this just like a side fascination for you i think i work with a lot or like core in general i think people are surprised because like when they look at my work they think i'm more like maybe vegan okay or if i'm making fun of like food too in like a playful way they don't always think of it's like core that i'm i'm like kind of more laughing at it than they think (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 i get you so then all right that like then let's get back into who was it? <laughs> All I remember is Fauci. <laughs> oh, Fauci, yeah. Oh, my, Fauci's so good. Fauci. Oh, <laughs> I, he, I have like like he's like my like top director in terms of like the movies I have here. Really? 
what, know, what, like, what, what's up with that is this like this is your favorite genre the the uh, jalos or this is just an interesting like uh a, a, a place to t- t- that you like that has interesting history because i'm trying to figure out like what else you like now? <laughs> Probably cartoons. I mean, anime too. I guess that's more of like a literal thing you could see. Like Fantastic Planet is like number one. Okay. Fantastic Planet was that. That's an anime? Well, it's more kind of like a French surreal weird cartoon with like sci-fi style. Okay. Because when you said Planet, the first thing I remembered was Captain Planet. And I don't know if you're familiar with that shit, <laughs> yeah. but it was awful. <laughs> I think it's making a comeback or a reboot. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about things that I just was not interested because it was like there was so much, so many interesting cartoons when I was a kid on, uh, like just like on uh, syndication, you know, like Animaniacs was on and Ooh. things like that. So I grew up with Animaniacs. I also grew up with like late nineties, like early two thousand, like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Okay, that Our was a little bit after me, but. It seems like it's always funny when you just miss those things by like a generation, you know, like, like Doug was just on the tail end leading into the cowardly dog. That was like, I the last thing. <laughs> yeah. At, at Rugrats, I also got into, but like, those were like the Nick things when I was like still a teenager. Once I got into my twenties, like, I, like that's when cowardly dog and like, what is it? Uh, the two-headed dog or the two-headed cat or there was like oh, some random shit. Oh, my God. Johnny cat Bravo. Dog. What's that? Cat dog. Cat dog. That's yes. the one. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't tell you a plot. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the show is about, but I, I just knew that like, oh, that's that's the thing the kids are into now. It's kind Good of horrifying because it's like a cat and dog like fused together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I just had the, going back to horror, I just had the horrifying thought of, like, you know, in the vein of, uh, what's it called? The uh, human centipede. What if the cat mm. pooped dog poop out of its mouth <laughs> and the dog... <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my head went. But, all right, so uh, Fulci, so what, 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 what did he bring to the, to the picture? Gore, violence. Even I mean, more so? Like, less campy? Like, wait, do you know Herschel Gordon Lewis? No. Like, the early kind of splatter. Like, like him and, like, Fulci, they're sometimes called, like, the godfathers of gore. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they were gorier. They had more effects. Like, people are falling off cliffs. Their eyes are getting gouged out. Their guts are spilling. Their faces are melting. Even yeah, if it yeah. looks cheap, they just, like, went at it through the acid, threw at the prosthetics, and had fun with it. So, like, more intense than Scanners we're talking about? More intense, like... Yeah, I would say so. Like, okay, because scanners, scanners is gory. No, it's not. But I mean, it's people's brains blowing up. Like Cronenberg's like, <laughs> done gory movies. What would what would be a gory? Oh, is that where where I got who who made Phantomas? I'm trying to think of like how I know because that is definitely an Italian. You don't have to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if you don't know, so, so the people that know know, and the people that don't know don't care. <laughs> that are listening, like, I don't know. You know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever. This is more of a personal curiosity. I'm not an but, expert in any kind of Italian cinema. So. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. But it is sort of like one of those spooky goose ghost things. I I don't even like it that much. It's just one of the ones that I've seen that I was like interested in. Do do you okay? So Fulci and Gore Gore Gore. Uh, are we getting away like gore in what context like you know because obviously you've got audition which is uh for people that don't know what audition is it's a story which i haven't been able to watch because it sounds so it's jarring <laughs> i like basically it's a dude that auditions a whole bunch of people in the with a like with a pretext of making a movie or some kind but he's like um uh what's it called but he he's like really trying to date someone and if that sounds problematic don't worry he gets his (laughs) but and that's the part that i haven't gotten into like i haven't or actually that's just why i haven't watched the movie i've watched movies were of his where it's like constant violence and gore but (laughs) something about that one seems really traumatizing because he's a really good filmmaker takeshi mike he did this movie okay i forgot about that like okay. this is a silly movie, like a horror comedy 
by hand. That's not like audition. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I, like, oh, there's a reason I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the, which movie was it? Because uh, uh, Happiness of the Katakuris. Happiness of the Katakuris. Cool. And he's done a bunch of stuff where I'm real. I'm a huge fan. How, uh, so like. Going back to before we get into Takeshi Mika, because obviously we're gonna end up talking about it because that's the only thing that I know in this genre. <laughs> Let's get back to what you know. And uh, so, like, uh, like how audition is interesting, how it, it it contextualizes it. Like, what is the con- and you know, like sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which is the other guy, uh, the the guy that did the the Lady Vengeance, sympathy for and Mr. Vengeance, boy. the. And old boy, the Korean filmmaker. Those, that was like when I got into it. And then I was like, <laughs> I don't need to feel this visceral all the time. <laughs> but I love those Asian were... <laughs> horror, like Japanese or Korean. Like they're more violent. And th- no, but they're not just more violent. I think that they're strangers for mis- too. Like they're not afraid to go there with anything. They're they'll fuck you. They're like the same thing. They do the same thing that, that Parasite, the movie Parasite. You saw that one? Like, they're heavy like that. They're not just gory. Like, Takeshi Miike, uh, what is it? Ichi, Ichi the Killer is all about fucking sadists and masochists oh, looking for masters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it is fucked up. <laughs> it is like about horrible, like, ho- I mean, horribly abusive relationships that are gratifying to all the participants. So I don't know if that's like, makes it okay. <laughs> I mean, they're cathartic cr- to watch, especially <laughs> in the pandemic. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, what's, uh, what's Fulci like? Fulci's like that precursor. You have the violence. The effects might not be like as big budgeted as what you're saying with also like Japanese or Korean cinema, or even mm-hmm. now with like what we expect from like American too, with like the torture porn, like yeah, where there's yeah. like throwing money at like, you know, torture, torture, torture. Fulci had fun in the seventies and eighties on a budget. And so like, but like what, what kind of like storylines, what, you know, give me a, a sense of like, you know, what, how, how did he fuck with your head too, right? Like, other than just the gore. He also, like, attacked religion a lot. Like, one of his movies that also kind of got, like, inspired Quentin Tarantino is called Don't Torture a Duckling. It's where this priest is killing young boys to keep them innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into true crime as well, dude? Yeah, I love true crime. I mean, crime. you said Lifetime movies, so. <laughs> it all relates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I, it's just interesting because this is like not an area that I've gotten that deep into, you know. But this, these movies sound like they're less intense than like going down. Like I couldn't imagine doing like a Mike marathon, you know. Like <laughs> he has enough fun stuff in the batch to like switch it up. <laughs> All right, but like to watch like let's say like I mean maybe a double feature, like but like I don't think I could watch like six you know you know how you did do you know mystery science theater 3000 the yeah. show like i mean I, I they had a reboot so it's it's still relevant but um like the, on thanksgiving they would put like they would play like all of their episodes back to back right it was the turkey day marathon i couldn't do a takeshi T- takeshi Mike marathon like that like it would fucking destroy me <laughs> i would be so desensitized you know <laughs> i feel like their commentary helps watching the movie <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but so all right so and it but like is it like themes of father sons is it themes of like uh you know does it like you know like what what kind of what does what is what are Fauci's like like um, narrative themes? I guess is the word that I've been trying to get to. A lot I of like supernatural. Content. So like if Dario Gento has like supernatural like witchcraft, like Suspiria is really famous, especially since it got the reboot. Fauci uh-huh. was more interested in like the cosmic horror, like the afterlife with his movies. So like okay. people going insane, like having visions, gouging out each other's eyes because they're going so crazy. Too. like they after they were done with the murder mysteries they just like amped it up into witchcraft <laughs> so is that that's crazy is that um i wonder what the if so it's it, like i i don't know i don't know what like italian witchcraft and all like i feel i think of witchcraft as such a like germanic or like american or anglo like concepts so like 
Because, like, I think that, like, I think of Italians as more pagans, right? Like, not, like, necessarily, like, uh, believing in elementals, that kind of thing. So it's interesting that that shit, that, 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 maybe that's a cult to them, you know, like, <laughs> culturally, I guess like, I could have talked about that earlier, but, like, Italy, especially in, like, the 60s and 70s, it's not only, like, post-fascism with Mussolini, it's also, like, questioning, like, the Roman Catholic Church. Mm. too so like you get a lot of that coming out like with it where like priests are killers in these movies or like sometimes even when the priest is a killer they're acknowledging the movie like oh he's a priest we can't even charge him it's just gonna cover it up <laughs> and then the police are like never doing any of the work it's always some amateur person coming and solving all like the crime it's, it's basically chinatown right yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's catholic town <laughs> That's hilarious. But I so, guess it's over now. The police still aren't doing the work. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> wow. There are definitely a lot of topics related to this that are, like, fraught. Because <laughs> um, I definitely don't want to talk about police. But it's interesting how, I don't know. Italian cinema is just as a as a general concept is kind of interesting too because it has to do with like um, like like what you were saying those contexts. I don't know if you've ever watched The Bicycle Thief. Ooh, I've heard of it, haven't watched it. It is like a hard movie to watch. <laughs> it's mostly a guy bitching and like doing monologues of like how fucked up society is. It, I, I don't know. I'm sure people are dying right now. <laughs> I watched it in the class. Recite right now, just like, just drop them. <laughs> people are like, this guy's a Philistine. Fuck him. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy to me to think about like, like, I mean, I know it, it's one of those movies that I guess you have to watch in context, right? Like, but. Arsalo. <laughs> Arsalo, what's that? Or, like, Solo, like, speaking of, like, Italian cinema, like, Solo with, like, the famous, like, poop eating. Oh, I don't know that. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, Italy is typically known for more, like, art house. So people yeah, think yeah, of yeah. Cellini or, like, Pasolini. Like, one of the biggest ones about that's, like, a political movie is Solo, where it's, like, it's a spoof on Marquita Sod's 120 Days of Sodom, where they're eating poop. Oh, Yeah. It's not, it's not real. It's like, it is a fake effect. It's not, it's not fucking, uh, what's no, her name? Like... Divine? Who was it that ate the poop in the, in the, um, what's his name movie? Oh. Uh, the guy from, that, that loves Baltimore. Oh my God, John Waters. Where yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That is real. Yeah, 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 that one is real. <laughs> Divine and John Waters called up like the, like the local health thing before it. And it's like, what happens if my child accidentally ate dog poop? <laughs> <laughs> That's how to use uh, the your tax dollars, man, for yourself, right? <laughs> use your services, shit. That's, That's why amazing. we need free healthcare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to call uh, poison services or whatever the fuck. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, I mean, there's so much to say about Italian cinema that is like outside of our, my purview. So, uh, which is a shame. I like <laughs> the best that I can talk about <laughs> is like, um, the, uh, Fazzolini movies. Are you familiar with this concept at all? Fazzolino or no? What is that? Like, what does that translate to? Fuck. Maybe it's been so long that I can't remember what his name is. Let me, let me, this one I have to Google. Yeah. Like we're to... like, this is some, some Google time, some thesaurus <laughs> over here. <laughs> Uh, cause, uh, fuck, what is his name? You know what? Let's just change the subject. <laughs> cause it was, uh, there's, there's this like a uh, genre of movie. I fuck man. I, I'm so embarrassed that he's like so important. But it's basically this, it's, it's kind of like the cultural Italian Homer Simpson, where Ooh. he's this, like, really dumb fat guy. Oh, my God. 
Well, we couldn't think of The Shining earlier, so this is not that bad. But <laughs> I, if, if anyone's Italian in the comments, please drop it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're getting the the people. At, you, I sh, you are a great YouTuber, man. <laughs> <laughs> not with this lighting, though. <laughs> no, you look great. You look great yeah. for sure. At least I can see you. But uh, sometimes it's like really dark, or like the lighting is coming from right above. But anyway, so the guy is like, there's some really good movies with him. Fantazzi. Cazzo. His name is Fantozzi. Anyway, Fantozzi. You should definitely check out. There's one in particular. I forget what it is, but it's basically a guy just being. It's this Italian guy. It's with two Z's like pizza. Fantozzi. I'm writing uh, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's, why, that's why I spelled it. So, um, so he's this. It's, it's, it's fucking iconic. So he's this old guy. His wife is hideous. He's, he's this old Italian fat guy. He's bald. He's miserable. He's, it's all slapped, slapstick comedy. There's one time that he goes skiing in the Swiss Alps, and it's just like the misery that his life is is basically like the running theme. And, but it's a very Italian life. <laughs> at the same time, you know, he watches soccer on the television. He, he yells at the television. He like uh, sits in like uh, a tank top. And uh, and in his underwear to watch TV, it's like it's very like it's the same kind of concept as like a Homer Simpson, but it's just and I mean essentially, but uh, like there's this like thing that it, it's it's almost like this like Italian colloquial idiot that like the village idiot that kind of keeps giving and his life and work <laughs> i don't know i guess i'm done explaining it just I fucking it. watch I'm it i'm on for this i'm gonna look it up after this fantazzi is amazing he's a cultural icon he was on tv all the time but yeah the italian movie industry in general there's like so much money behind like even just voiceovers like it, um uh, versione originale which is like not uh, uh, unsub, uh undubbed like subtitled versions of movies are nowhere near as popular as like straight dubs because the like and i think i've said this before on the short but like the same guy did the voices of robert de niro um and sliced alone and i i'm gonna say uh what's his name Dustin Hoffman. No, it is Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> same. So they would do movie marathons on television with the same three guys, uh, or with with those three actors. Completely different, like work movie, you know, genres in the but same like, tone, <laughs> but with the same voice. Just because they had this like iconic voice actor. So <laughs> anyway, so yeah, man, t like a a any other thoughts on, uh, on, uh, cinema giallo, you've definitely taken me, made me want to like watch more and any more recommendations, other directors and stuff. Yeah. I mean, actually speaking of dubbing, like most of these from the 60s, 70s, 80s, they're badly dubbed into English, which is the charm of it. Like they say crazy stuff. It doesn't always make sense what the plot is. Like it makes it more fun. <laughs> like today we're so much more obsessed, like subtitles and accuracy of it versus Italians are like, what's going to make a quick buck? I don't care what it's translated into. Yeah. <laughs> which like, I love that attitude. <laughs> what do you know about camp actually, since you brought up the, the camp episode? Like I'm guessing you have a perspective on it that as a straight guy, I don't necessarily have at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love camp too. Like, obviously, I work with Artifice too. Like, and also, I grew up a lot of B movies, a lot of melodramas too. I love like laughing at stuff, but also uh -huh. loving something for being kind of bad, hodgepodge, and over the top. So, is that like, wait, I'm sorry, am I assuming that you're gay or is. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh -oh. I'm, I'm queer. Okay. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> the women so fucking awkward. Yeah. <laughs> But like, but isn't there like a certain ownership where you can't speak to the politics? I mean, I don't expect you to necessarily. Yeah, know. I think like definitely gay like queer community has a history with camp, but also it's like straight people too have a history with like camp. Like, how no, many? No, I don't think, think it's necessarily. Watch, are like sci-fi too is campy. What uh, are you into sci-fi? Because then yeah, I'll have to like, have you back for that people shit. People can enjoy camp. Like, there's so many genres that are campy. Okay, so you're so I appreciate that because you're say, basically saying that I'm allowed to talk on camp. Yeah, you can watch <laughs> camp and enjoy it and be campy. Like I don't see a problem with that. 
all right, cool. Was that not? <laughs> <laughs> I was all I was doing the whole woke thing, you know, like the times are weird. So I was like, hey, you're a gay person, you can talk about it. But I'm like, I'm I appreciate that. I think anyone can enjoy like a bad funny movie that's camp. <laughs> yeah, you see shit on Twitter and on Tinder, the, or at non Tinder. On Tinder, <laughs> that would be a weird place for me to see that. On Hinge see, or Hinge or whatever <laughs> the new one. Is. Uh, no, on uh, on Instagram, and you're just like, all right, like I mean, it basically Instagram is my guide for what I can and can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's hashtag. And then and I I basically like just guide based on that, and I'm like, um. Let's not step into that because I don't know enough about it. And then otherwise, other ones, I'm like, no, fuck all you. You guys are wrong. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah, straight to the jaw. 80s horrors camp and it knows it. Yeah. Well, do you, are you into like the more mainstream stuff? Uh, like, what? yeah, like I grew up a lot of mainstream, like anything too. Like I grew up on Hellraiser, like Freddy, That's what Jason, I was gonna ask. all of the slasher icons too. Like they're all camp, especially Freddy's really camp. So who's your, which is your favorite? I, I remember going to see the 3D one in in uh, movie theaters in Italy, which was fun. <laughs> oh, like 3D is really fun. It also has like the electronic synth soundtrack, which is really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that Friday was pretty. 13. My remember for my memory of it was pretty good. I, it there's a, a there's definitely a scene that I related to, which is so like their generation that of kids that won't understand where they unfold the map. Do you remember that one where they unfold yeah, the map and the it just keeps <laughs> and it just keeps unfolding <laughs> and there's always like another layer fills up the van. <laughs> Unless someone in the here is old enough to have had map quest at some point. <laughs> like, <I don't> know. <laughs> so yeah, do you, so like which where, do you have recommendations on on the more mainstream stuff? Like which which would be the best Jasons? Oh, I love, okay, I love, like, Jasons that are campier. So, like, Jason X, where it's in space. Okay. <laughs> Our, like, Leprechaun Uh-oh, is a hold great on. series. I lost, I lost, oh, no, I got you. Anyway, uh, at, what was it? Was Say it again? Yeah, so, like, J- Jason going in space with Jason X, where, like, it's in the future and there's holograms. Like, it's really <laughs> campy. Also, you see people from, like, Battlestar Galactica acting in it. Like the original one or the or the subsequent one, the subsequent or the reboot. Ones. Okay. Unless someone wants to correct that, I've, I don't know. And what about okay? It's now that we're in space, sci-fi crossover, Event Horizon. Oh, I love Event Horizon. Okay, I went into that not knowing it was a horror movie, so I was a little bit like oh, I wanted no. to like um, it, I was I wanted a more sci-fi movie, but when but in retrospect. It's probably pretty dope. <laughs> it's really great. It also got like a cleaned up release recently too. Really? By the All way, right. I'm not trying to pimp it out. <laughs> like, no, that sounds amazing though. I'm I'm down to fucking uh, to 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 watch one of these one of your favorite ones and maybe have a, a conversation about it so that I'm a little bit like, better that informed. Sucks. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, not at all. No, I I mean, I'm all uh, dude. I'm also just like so like over the fucking like i have i don't know about you but how many people have you been interacting with the last year now that the mass mandate is off i'm like hey maybe this guy could be a friend (laughs) i know it's weird because like i feel like oh my god is something gonna happen like someone you're meeting up with someone in a parking lot like like i'm seeing you at their house from the fence like am i gonna get sick i feel like it's still weird but i'm like i guess it's not No, well, I think that one of the things that's weird is that here in California, like every the CDC is like, hey, it's cool, you don't have to mask have masks inside. I'm still working in retail, so like, <clears throat> I fucking I still have to wa- rock a mask, but I'm over it. You know, I could totally like take it Especially off. Especially you deal with more like random people coming in than yeah. like meeting up with like a friend, it's, and it's a big fucking space. But like, so anyway, uh, I think that Newsom is like trying to like probably really spice it up for his uh liberal followers out here because waiting for that recall (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's trying to no that's my joke yeah (laughs) i'm saying because like fuck it man like to wait until june 15th when like the cdc is already saying like it's all good i'm just like uh I know once they said that, I'm like, there's going to be no going back for like anyone. They're just going to be like, woohoo. <laughs> they know what they were saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
I feel like uh, I'm ready to just fucking make up with make out with strangers that I'm not even like attracted to. <laughs> That's how close you're gonna get. <laughs> it's just like I want to lick your face. Is that cool? That's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyway, I'm I might hit you up for a list and uh, and what's it called? Yeah, I'm just like... I mean, like, horror movies in general, like, I guess I watch a lot. <laughs> like, what what other kind of... So, Jason X, uh, I, I saw that Freddy vs. Jason is on... Oh, uh, that's the on one, one I grew my... up with as a kid. <laughs> oh, okay, so I should watch that? That's a good one? It's really campy. It mashes the two of them up. If you don't go in seriously, it's fine. It also has, in, like, a bit role, like, the actress from Ginger Snaps, Catherine Isabel, who is also an American Mary. It's really fine. What is it? What is Scream Queens now? I'm <laughs> I'm trying oh, yeah. to tell back because I don't think you you told me it was new. But do I do I know what it is or did you say it already? Oh yeah, so like I guess me and my husband, I'm straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> me and my husband, we just curate like pop up shows, also sometimes online under the moniker Scream Queen for our project. So sometimes okay. they've been horror related, sometimes not. Sometimes they've been pretty witchy, even when we're not trying to do horror. <laughs> are you are you at all into like ritual magic and any of that shit? Or, or like has this translated this fascination translated into real life i mean most of the people i work with are but like for me i'm like i just love watching like witchcraft and on tv <laughs> <laughs> were you into charmed or was that not uh, oh uh, yeah <laughs> charmed was like an after school watch for me back in the yeah. day <laughs> okay All oh right. wait have you seen okay embrace of the vampire with Alyssa milano like speaking of charmed embrace of the vampire I'm I I think I have, but it's I like think that's the one where she 90s. that's that was huge in the '90s because she shows her her boobies. Yes, <laughs> I watched it recently and it was actually really fun. And there's a photographer oh, really? in it. Is so I like I laughed at the art thing. Yeah, I I I'm not even embarrassed that that's why I know the movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's like it's very sensual and fun. Like I was actually surprised a woman directed it. Really? Too. So I think that's also why you see like the theme actors getting more comfortable with it. Right on. Right on. Ladies, uh, directing ladies is good. I there's guess. what? There's worse vampire like erotic movies. <laughs> too, to what's the What's the worst one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe probably like like the just like Jesus like Jesus Franco or Jess Franco, like more of like seventies lesbian vampires, but they're also fun and cheesy too. So I'm like, I don't know. Man, I can't you're think an of a bad vampire movie. The Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. How 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 many hours do you, would you say you've watched horror? Because like, do you th- do you feel like the intro to into that stuff? Like, how did you get into horror to begin with? Like, wh- what was your like who who was like, yo, let's let's do some horror. This is what you should be into. It's funny, like, growing up, like, my parents never watched, like, a horror or any kind of scary movie or even, like, film noir. At, like, mostly I was watching, like, Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> Which, like, what? It was probably, like, my undergrad, too. Like, I was really vibing with, like, Hellraiser and Clive Barker, where, like, the Cenobites are creatures from hell and they're sexual and S&M. That was, like, my gateway into watching, like, horror after that. Like, B-movies, Roger Corman, everything after. So how old were you when you got into that? Probably like twenties, early twenties. Okay. Wow, man. When I watch bad movies. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's uh, to me like uh, like cinematic knowledge and like nicheification and like it's fascinating to me, right? Like, what is it that like? I mean, I, I, I can relate only in terms of like listening to a lot of podcasts, right? Because that's that's kind of what I... It's but also I'm getting, what you're doing right now. Yeah, exactly. But like, you know, but it's different. It, it's so, so interesting because movie watching is such a passive experience, right? But it seems like with this, this is like there's a lot of thought going on. You don't necessarily have to pay close attention. It's not like you're you're watching like fucking uh you know citizen kane and like taking notes on like all the subtle hints at what rosebud could be <laughs> i mean you could there you could analyze any horror movie if you want yeah but, but no that it seems it it's just interesting to get into like such a a specific like i don't know 
I watch other like, movies. <laughs> I feel I feel bad. No, but you no, but like I I don't watch as I'm, I'm my fascination is more in not in the fact that I I'm just now starting to watch movies again, right? Like yeah. I'm just now making the effort. So so it's interesting to like make the time for that like um and like really like get into all the like visual details of it cuz like my like I don't know, I'm a lot more um I'm just dumb when it comes to like, like, I know that you're watching dumb movies, but like, I feel like there's like an education too. I don't think you have to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the fact that it's niche knowledge, see if you follow me on this, the fact that it's niche horror knowledge, and, and I'm actually really impressed because you can list off a whole thing. It's it's as impressive and as sophisticated to me as if you had like a a, a a fascination with like I don't know like really sophisticated movies you know like not even like the top AFI but like you know like if you were a scholar of fucking all oh, of oh your like uh, Criterion selection is coming out <laughs> <laughs> or if you were like I know I've seen every single fucking uh, Kira Kurosawa movie, and I can <laughs> quote every line from it on DVD. You know, <laughs> like it's like it's almost as like noble a quest, right? Like even though it's like camp and all of that, like it's fascinating the the level of interest. Anyway, I don't know. I'm I wish super... I had more knowledge too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've I've started to watch more international cinema, like sport, like Japanese movies too. Yeah. Japanese horror is always rich from any decade especially rich in ghost stories yeah i mean some of those are definitely more elegant i guess <laughs> hopefully <laughs> no but i'm into the fact that you're like i don't know it, to me the like the journey of just like you watch hellraiser and all of a sudden you become this like scholar like because it's like so adja- it's also just so adjacent to shit that i'm into but like it never happened for me you know like i'm jealous almost <laughs> well i mean it relates to music i mean i see an interest in music in the background <laughs> no 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 no. i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not happy with who i am yeah. i'm just like i'm really in awe of like of these little niche like um like uh you know, knowledge base, right? Like that. I guess whatever keeps us going through the pandemic. <laughs> and it's and because it's passion based, right? Like it's you, you're not into it because it's not insincere. It's not it's not a uh, a um, a contrivance, right? Or like uh, an affectation. It's like you like are legitimately into this shit. So anyway, thanks for sharing that with me, dude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I definitely uh, am. Uh, Interested in having you back on? I uh, I watch just audition. <laughs> I I'll watch audition. Uh, yeah, no, for sure, man. I'm I'm like uh, I'm I'm much more curious. Sometimes I have episodes where I feel like I don't know enough to ask informed enough questions to get the guests going, and and then end up rambling. So I feel a little weird, but I do. I think appreciate- you're great. I'm also like I'm curious to look at Phantasmos too. Like I've heard of it, but I haven't gone around to watching it. I'm it's like, just why is like that? a. It's like the what's cool about it is just like it's a girl that lives in like a a um sleepover school and that was a fascination cuz I went to a really dope like private school when I was Ooh. a kid and I used to fantasize it about being it being a boarding school said <laughs> <laughs> so I just would could be there all the time uh, cuz there was just so much stuff to do it was like kind of hogwartsy so <laughs> oh my god a bunch of the jalo like italian movies have like boarding schools like there's one called like what have you done to solange where this professor is like sleeping with the students and then one of them is also <laughs> dead <laughs> one of the students is dead yeah, one of the students got killed. They're like, oh, what? What? Yeah. And then his wife finds out that he's been sleeping with everyone. <laughs> I love that. Have you noticed that there's like a thing now in true crime shit uh, where it's like everybody is like, well, this guy, it wasn't just this guy alone. I, there's now the Sons of Sam documentary and there was one on Peacock that was about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, I've been watching the bits of the John Wayne Gacy one where, like, no, it's connected to, like, the cult trafficking, like, the kids. It's yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was, like, a snuff film circle that they had, which is interesting. But, uh, but yeah, can you imagine living in a fucking house that smells like dead bodies? 
like his wife. That's why like I pan around like, look. <laughs> it smells great in here. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Febreze it. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, any other thoughts that you have uh, to part with before we start getting into like uh, promos and stuff? Yeah, I mean, if you're curious about anything you watch, like there's a lot of like scary horror movies on YouTube. You can watch for free. Tubi is also free. Canopy's free if you have a library card. I like free Canopy. stuff. <laughs> no, I'm down. That's where I'm watching the. I'm watching it on YouTube with commercials. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 uh, what's his name? The Charles Manson documentary. That shit is interesting. Have you? Are you up to date on like? The I haven't new watched stuff? it yet. Well, I, I haven't finished that one. I've been watching Dark Side of the Ring instead recently. What's <laughs> that? Wrestling. What's Dark Side of the Ring? It's like the dark side of wrestling. It's in a show like in its <laughs> second season. Are you into wrestling, dude? I got sucked into it. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I mean, my husband is into wrestling too. Like he could, he could literally do an episode all on wrestling. Is he an artist? Yeah, like if you wanted, like yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, well, I'll get his info. Yeah. I've had I've had uh, wife and husband couples, so why not husband husband? He knows that. I'm like I'm like. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm cute. I, I there was a. I, I'll save it for his episode. <laughs> but the, I used to watch wrestling in Italian, and there was a guy that did the Lipton com- iced tea commercials, and he would speak Italian with uh, an American accent. If you can imagine what that sounds like, phenomenale. It was it, it was pretty wild. <laughs> it's really like the fake accents and backgrounds, like even now, where like people are still pretending to be Russian. I'm like, <laughs> what? So do you, uh, do you recommend? Uh, w- w- have you watched all the Hellraisers? Are you into Saw? What like? Oh, of the I, I've watched all the Hellraisers, even the straight to DVD ones, even okay. coming out recently. So because I only recently. Laugh understood what a cenobite was i didn't realize that they were like human figurative things i thought they were like kind of gremlins or critters type creatures but no they're I'm... originally human transformed into a kind of a hellish demon clive barker makes them more demonic in his stories i love how casual you are about like describing this though yeah i no, mean they're humans. Clive barker's writing isn't good so maybe <laughs> don't dive in too much clive okay and uh are you into carpenter stuff speaking of synth music yeah, John Carpenter. Okay, John Carpenter is like king of the 80s, too. What What are your favorites of his? What do I have here? Wait, where's my 80s horse? Also, like shout it. out to you for still having fucking DVDs. Jesus Christ. I know. Where like, were you born? I like, like collecting DVDs from like thrift stores. <laughs> God damn. How much was your DVD player? Like eight cents? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could I, be- Peter still plays a DVD, even though some don't now. I used to. I have some DVDs for you. I will gift you some DVDs. They're not I, horror, I but I have DVD some like ra- random ones that you can add to your collection if you oh, want. Oh, Night of the Comet's a great '80s movie. That's fun and campy. Night of the Comet. Okay. Yeah. I that rings a bell. It used to be uh, big on like streaming too. Like, got like back when Netflix actually like had like a selection. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. All right. Well, then, uh, what? How can we promote you? Like, what? What is stuff that you want people to find you on? And what is? Uh, and then after that, tell us the stuff that you don't want people to know about that's really hidden deep in the internet. Okay, <laughs> that'd be a great new segment. That's great. <laughs> Your greatest <laughs> social media embarrassment. No, you don't have to do that. Please the don't. The body's in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Oh yeah. So. I'm Dakota Newt on every platform. My last name is N-O-O-T. I'm the only Dakota Newt in the world, so no matter how you spell it, it'll pop up my name. All right. That sounds yeah. great and, and very convenient. And I am at Javier Proenza and at What's My Thesis on Instagram and everything else. You can find us on YouTube. Rate and review us five stars only. We only accept five stars. Uh, on all of your platforms and uh do and i need to start doing what you were doing it's like comment on this topic down below <laughs> that's amazing that's engagement dude uh what you're like uh are, are you a millennial or are you a gen x i would be millennial because i was born 93 
right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now I'm now I feel like I offended you by it. I just I feel like they also changed the millennial stuff too. Where now like people who were Gen X are now looped into it, and now they're what's the youngest generation? Like what are they calling? I, like, I think that I've I think that the, what they've tried to do is make a Xennials generation, that's which not is catchy. like I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> they they tried to like sneak in the idea that like. Uh, because technology sped up so fast, there was like a new generation. They try to make a subcategory that included me, but I am, I'm 80. So I'm like the last of, uh, the, uh, um, generation X people. But to me, it's just like, fuck you. Some generations get more shit, you know, (laughs) we're all broke no matter where we are, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But anyway, I totally relate to your DVD collection and I appreciate you sharing it with us because I used to have so many videotapes of just Buffy, the vampire slayer and like all these, like I used to do the, the, uh, the out the the outdated media uh, uh, like s- savings technique of like just like you know like back when VHS was getting out of fashion it was like really fucking cheap to just buy VHSs and I still have people a VHS still collect players. them now yeah they do Which I, I, it's fascinating I love seeing it it's just so much more space than DVDs but... I, know. <laughs> I mean not in like a studio apartment in LA that's not where the, your collection's at hell no <laughs> all right man well it was a pleasure to actually finally meet you uh it's not it's exciting to know that next time I run into you I'll be able to say hi without any social awkwardness other than the no, fact you're that fine. Can, you can talk other to than the fact friend. that we'll be like Hey, is this like, uh, is it okay that I don't have a mask? <laughs> You're like, cough, cough. And you start like, <laughs> like... <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really, I was really excited to meet you. And, uh, uh, here, let me, I always forget that I can stop recording. Bye everyone. Bye.